Boys, welcome back. Episode 59 of the Review Podcast. It is a beautiful Saturday morning. I'm here with Seth. As always, we are going to be breaking down the conference championship games that are being played tomorrow. Talk about the divisional round and uh, yeah, just talk some football. So Seth, how's it going? I'm good. It's really cold here. Is it? Is it cold outside today? I haven't been out yet. It's oh, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's I'd be surprised if it was over 30 today right now. It's, yeah, it's absolutely frigid in my house. I yeah, I just like I just woke up a little bit ago, took a nice hot shower. So I haven't really been exposed to the outside world yet, but uh, I'll take your word for it. I mean, it looks cold. You know, when it like looks cold, even though it's like really sunny out, yep. it's just got that look to it. It looks cold outside today. So I second you on that. But uh, but yeah, we're here. It, it, it is officially year three at TBR, so I'm excited. Uh, I won't bore all of you with the yada yada, whatever, what we're planning on doing, because you've gotten way too much of that in the past week with Instagram posts and podcast episodes and all that. But it's year three, so we made it uh, a lot planned for year three. And uh, speaking of a lot planned tonight, Seth is going to play Michael in trivia, we think. Uh it's a rematch of the Christmas Eve episode. It will be on the Up All Night show because Michael beat Carp last time, so one back home field advantage or, or whatever it is. So it's nice for me. I did not put out a good showing last trivia game. Yeah, I think tonight will be better too. I've I've written the questions already, and I think it's going to be a good show. Um, we also well, did. Hopefully, I don't <laughs> lose as many of the like. Part of the problem is I lost a lot of those like Christmas questions. Yeah, <laughs> so it was like. This isn't tough. as theme. I mean, it's thematic around like sports because right. it's a sports podcast. But like, well, I guess up all night isn't, but TBR sports. Um, yeah. So I think this should be a little bit better of a round. We also determined that that although he was accused of cheating by two listeners on this podcast, Carp uh, and I came together, the committee, and determined that in game Michael Lynch was not cheating. However. We are monitoring the source of his answers because he, in real life, away from the podcast, is a total dunce when it comes to football. Like he, We texted him last weekend. A bunch of us were over here watching, and we texted him. And we were like, hey, do you want to come and watch? You know, like when you say that, like it's the Super Bowl, so I'm like, I don't have to say come watch the Super Bowl. You're just like, hey, you want to come watch the game, the big game? You come, you know, hey, ho. And I said, do you want to come and watch? And he goes, watch what? And I was like, uh, the NFL games are on. He goes, oh, I didn't know they were playing. And I was like, you didn't know that the NFL playoffs were on today? It's like the only thing that's on TV. What are you like watching? He's like, oh, I was watching Jack Ryan or whatever. And I was like, he was like, who's playing? So he didn't know that. Oh so it's God. it's real hard for me to believe that he didn't know that the NFL playoffs were on, but that he did know that Adrian Peterson is the the only active player to have rushed for over 2000 yards, whatever, before Derrick Henry did it. You know, that was the trivia question that started yeah. the last episode when you two played. And it's it was like he also got a bunch of like college football ones right, too. There were a lot in that one where I was like, how are you getting these? It was was, (laughs) the um, which one was it? The the NBA Christmas Day one. I know that Michael doesn't watch the NBA. I know for a fact Raptors. That was questionable. I know he got both of them. Miami and his logic. So I don't know. So like he he's not cheating in game because he did come and play against Carp here like in this room and he beat carp in this room. So I was watching the whole time. I didn't touch his phone once. So 
And there was no way he could have known the questions beforehand. So maybe he's just studying before he knows he's playing trivia and like is just trying to look as much stuff in like a, like because I repeat categories a lot. Like we have like recurring categories. Maybe he's just really, really like trying hard to study it or maybe he's just pulling these things out of thin air. I don't know. But for the listeners who were concerned about his cheating, we've determined that he has not cheated in game yet. But we are monitoring the source of his answers because it is a little weird that it's like you don't know the NFL playoffs around, but you can name me the second most leading rusher in NFL history. Yeah, I also I do have a clarification for last week's episode. I did listen to last week's episode, even though I wasn't on it. I was just sitting down watching the games. I started listening to it. You did make it seem like I knew that I couldn't play flag and then just chose to told you. No, it's not what I was saying at all. No, I know. It's just I just need to clear up for everybody that I myself did not know that I was not going to be playing flag football until I woke up and was leaving. That was something that was right. And I knew that as I went out the door. Right. And I knew that you knew that. I just want to make sure the listener knows that that was not something that I intentionally was like, I'm going to screw everybody over by not coming. That well, was listen, I'm not. I'm not mad that that people who didn't come didn't come because we would have given you COVID if you'd come. So, like, I'm not mad about it. And the game happened like we didn't have to, you know, and we we did the game and it's coming out on Super Bowl Sunday as a video. So, like, all went well. All is good in the TBR world in terms of that. So, like, it doesn't matter. It was just carp was carp was carping. <laughs> he was carping on the fact that. The limit was funny. Like we laughed. That was funny. We laughed no, at that when you're like, my limit is five people. <laughs> no, and it, it turned just, out that we had more than five. So I'm right. good. That, yeah. Again, because if I, I didn't want to like tell you to come and then have like, like what had happened was Lynch and Cam like randomly showed up. Like Lynch said wow. he wasn't going to come and Cam said he wasn't going to come. So I was like, OK, at this point, it's me, Carp, my cousin. And then Ferula was like a maybe. And then you would have been the fifth. And then Lynch texted me and was like, are you still like watching the games? Because I, I can come. And then he showed up with Brownie, oh who was God. who was like at that point, well, no, I bet you that no Brownie longer invited. No, he didn't drive. He made Lynch pick him up. Wait, oh, like, wait is, is it Brownie who likes to get picked up, or is it Lynch who likes to get picked up? I mean, both of them like to get picked up. Lynch just got his license, so okay. So it's, it was Lynch that like it was the that was the running thing though was that he yeah is always asking to get picked up by someone. Yeah, yeah. No, Cam. Like earlier in the day, I texted Brownie. I was like, "Do you want to come watch the games?" He was like, "I don't think I can." And then Carp was like, "I want to fight Brownie." So I told Brownie, "I was like, you guys are gonna fight tonight. Like you have to show up." And Brownie was like, "No, I can't." And then he just showed up with Lynch. I'm like, what the hell? Like, you're no yeah, longer wild. invited. Like, oh, I was so I was mad too. like people who were here last week will know that we went. So the whole situation was weird. But basically, before Lynch got there, I called him because I didn't want to have him text and drive. And I said, we're all hungry. Do you want to come get food with us? And he was like, yeah, sure. I'm hungry, too. And then he was like, can you wait for me? Because if he wasn't hungry, we were just going to go get the food and come back. So he was hungry. So we all hop in my car when he gets there. Brownies there for some reason. I've got like the car loaded to the like brim filled to the brim with kids who I didn't even want there. I dri we're driving. They don't decide where they want to eat. I'm like, where do you want to go to eat? I'm driving the car. Like you need to tell me where to go. And no one said anything. So I just drove aimlessly until we hit a restaurant. I'm in like the left lane and 
Lynch sees a restaurant on the corner of like the other street and he goes, oh, 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 that one. So I have to like do this weird lane shift thing that like almost got us killed to get in the right turn only lane. I take a right turn. I, I like pull over on the side because there's no parking spaces on this street. So I like pull over to the side and put my hazards on to let them out. So they all just hop out of the car and I said, I'll drop you guys here and like circle around. Can you order for me? And Lynch goes, no, I'm not going to order for you. I was like, why? Like, what do you expect me to do? Like, I drove you down here. I like fucking you made me illegally shift lanes. I'm on the side of the road with my hazards on and you're saying you can't order my food for me. He's like, no, I'm not going to do that. So they all just fucking walk away and go in the restaurant. I'm just like on the side of the road in my car. At that point, I'm pretty pissed off. And then I pull I pull into this parking lot. I get out of the car and then this guy starts giving me flack. He's like, you can't park here. And I was like, oh, I'm just picking up my friends. They're right over there. He goes, no, 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 you can't park here. And like gave me attitude. And then he he said if I ever parked there again, he would end me. So I was like, yep, I'm removing myself from this situation. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I back out. I leave the parking lot. I'm down the street. And I text Carb. And I go, dude, can you just order for me? And Carb's like, yeah, sure. And then we're getting back in the car. I'm rattled from the fight I just got into with this guy. I'm rattled that this whole situation is happening. They all like jump in the back of the car. The Bills Ravens game is on. So I'm trying to watch it on my phone because they told me we were going to be back in time for the game and we weren't. So I'm in the car with my phone watching the game. They all hop in the car. I hear the door shut. So I'm like sick. I start to drive off. Lynch isn't in the car yet. He's halfway (laughs) in, halfway out. He like falls out of the car. I was like, I just heard the door shut. How are you not in? So apparently they, they, I didn't see this happen, but they went like, they, they were walking up to the car on the sidewalk and then apparently like peeled off. So like Lynch went on this so side of the car and everyone else went side. to this side. Oh, so I heard this God. door shut. But but I, I, I thought that they all just got in the same side. So I heard a door shut. I'm like, Wait, sick. So you're telling me two people got in the car before he got in the car? Yeah. Three. Oh, my, my cousin, Brownie, and, oh, and, um, and Carp were all in the car. Before Lynch got in on the one Dude, side, and then was lights out on Pickham last. Yeah, week. He, yeah, he, yeah he, was. he was good. Yeah, we'll probably have to have him back for like maybe like a Super Bowl Pickham or something. But uh, but yeah, bottom line, I ran over Lynch with my car by accident. <laughs> I think I don't know. I didn't really look. I was like I was like sick. We're all in the car now. We can go and watch this Bills game. So I kind of like pedal to the metal a little bit with it because I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. There's this guy down the street who wants to end me. Uh, we're late for this game and I don't have food. So let's go. And I start to drive off and I kind of go pedal to the floor because I had to like pull out into the main road and I wanted to get there fast. So I didn't have to wait for like another, you know, till a car let me go. And then I just hear like a thud and Lynch is like hanging on for dear life. He goes, what the hell? <laughs> and I'm like, I thought you were in the car. Like oh, I didn't, man. I didn't hear two doors open. I heard the one door open, but apparently, yeah. So I don't know. I'm sorry, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, that's how last weekend's viewing experience went for us here at TBR sports. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry that you don't know how to get into a car, Lynchy. Yeah. I mean, who, I don't know whose fault it is. Let me know. I guess maybe I should. I don't know. Is it my responsibility to look in the back of the car and make sure that everyone's, you know, has their seatbelts buckled and everyone's in the car? Hooray. I don't think that's my job to do that. I mean, if it is, let me know. Maybe we'll buy my thing is I normally am not like 
driving up and having people come into my car. Normally, everybody's getting in the car at the same time. So I just automatically assume that everyone's going to take the same amount of time to get into my car as it takes me to get into my car. And so I've never actually had the issue of like someone not getting into the car. I've also I don't think I've ever had more than like I don't know if I've ever had more than two other people really in my car other than when driving like with family. Because, like, yeah. I'm trying to think about it when I've had friends with me in the car. Like, I think the most people I ever had in my car was me, Carp, and Pete. And we went to the – remember when the Bruins did that, um like, scrimmage thing before the cup? Or the Blue Jackets. Or, no, before the – was it before the cup or was it before the – It was the, before the cup. It was before the cup. Before the finals, yeah, because we yeah. just swept the Hurricanes, yeah. Yeah, so we had the three of us had gone to that, and so all three of us were in my car. That's the most I had really yeah. ever had. Like, I don't think I've ever actually had four people in in a car and driven. Well, yeah, like you said, I've never been in the situation of like driving up to pick. Usually, we all get out of the car at the same time. We all get back in the car at the same right. time. I'd never been like, hey, let me pull to the side. So all of you, I felt like an Uber driver. Like, yeah, is this an Uber for Michael? Perfect. Let's drive without you in the car. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think, I think he's fine from it. I mean, we came back to my house and like all was good. So I don't think he has a concussion, but, uh, but I think he, but I think I drove off and like, I, you know, if it was me, you know, light Brendan Willett, I think I probably would have been flung from the vehicle. I don't but know, Michael's if you hit him in the head hard enough, he'll start playing better at hockey. Whoa, <laughs> Seth. <laughs> I was going to, I thought you were going in like a trivia direction. Like maybe he'll be better at trivia. And wow, that was fucking shots fired. All right. Um, yeah, before we get into the NFL games, I would just like to shout out the Golden State Warriors for sucking. Uh, I had a 10 team Hail Mary parlay the other night. Oh, that's and, the game that killed it. Jeez. Yeah. So the Golden State Warriors, for those of you who don't know, made it to the NBA finals 25 years in a row and then <laughs> lost to the New York Knicks the other night. And to cost me fair, $5. So the Knicks, it, well, there's two things that went into this, right? So Draymond Green got ejected, and then later the NBA rescinded the second technical that got him ejected. Um, Kelly Oubre is trash. Uh, and then Thompson hasn't been playing, right? Because he's got his whole, what did he tear this time? His ACL, his Achilles? What, what is he right now? Yeah. I think he tore his Achilles this time. Um, Kelly Oubre is trash. Who else they got? James Weissman is just young. And then Curry can only do so. Like, Curry can only drop 35 a night, bro. And that's not going to win you a game, yeah. right? Like, 35 is not going. Like, that's what's insane about that team is Curry is literally getting them 35 a night. And they can't win. But the issue is um, the Knicks are just, like, a weird team right now where, I mean, it, it's it's a Thibodeau team, right? So you know they're going to be studly defensively, right? They, they have the best they're ranked number one in the NBA in points against, field goal percentage against, and three-point field goal percentage against, yep. um, which only got better after that game because Kelly Oubre will shoot like 10 threes a game and not hit a single one. Um, and then R.J. Barrett had like 28 points. I think Mitchell Robinson ended up with 18 because he just bodied everybody down low because they really don't have a great center on that team. Julius Randle was one assist away from a triple-double. He had, I think, like 17 or 20, something like that. And so what happens is the Knicks just play really well defensively, and then they've got guys like quickly off the bench. <laughs> 
excuse me, um, who, thank you, um, who will just, you know, they'll get you, I mean, quickly he's averaging like 10 points a game this year, right? So the Knicks just win these weird games, and then all of a sudden they lose last night to like Sacramento. And it's just yeah. unbelievable. And what's crazy, though, is I'm pretty sure that they're still sitting like sixth or seventh in the East right now. Good for them. Um, I mean, it was just the the fashion that I lost in was heartbreaking. Like when you do a yes. Hail Mary parlay like that, I told Seth, I bet 25 cents. So like who needs a quarter? You know, like what am I going to do with that quarter? Uh, and it was of my previous winning. So I technically didn't lose any money. But I it was the odds were so crazy on everything that the payout was five hundred dollars. So when you do a parlay like that, it's more just like, ah, screw it. Like, you know, it's not going to happen, but hey, it'll be fun. Maybe it's like it's like a scratch ticket. Like you yeah. buy them because it's like, hey, maybe. But you're not expecting to win. Like you don't scratch off a scratch ticket and then lose and be like, damn it. Like the odds are just not in your favor. The odds with this Hail Mary parlay were not in my favor. I did NHL and NBA. I mixed in both. Uh, and the first so I did early window and late window. So early window was seven o'clock. All the seven o'clock games. I think I went six for six in the seven o'clock games. They all hit like three NBA, three NHL, which is absolutely unreal. Yeah. Then we go to the late window games, NBA and NHL. The next three go three for three. I'm nine for 10. At that point, I'm like, this has to hit. Like I've come this far. Like if it doesn't hit, it's a sin. Like the betting gods up there are just toying with me. And then the Warriors lose. The Warriors lost. That team lost. So screw you. I will never bet on you ever again. Steph Curry, your stupid little like haircut. Go, you know, hit some three pointers. I don't know. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm real mad at that. But it's, I'm coming it's not back even today. Curry's fault. Not even. No, Curry. it's it's his fault a thousand percent. I think he threw the game. I I told that to Michael as it was happening because because Michael was my he's our hockey analyst. He's TBR's hockey correspondent. He was money on the NHL games. Didn't miss a single. Well, he missed a game, but I didn't bet on it. He said the Flyers were going to beat the Bruins. And I was like, I'm not betting against the Bruins. And then my guy, Jake DeBrus, just comes comes out of nowhere. I've been wearing the reverse retro jersey at home for the games. And um, I changed it after the second period. Like, I, I said to myself, if they don't score in this period, like, if, if the um, if the Bruins don't score in this period... Or if they give one up in this period, I am going to switch back to my regular um, uh, Bruins jersey. You know, my my regular old, uh, just just the normal home. Yeah. And when I did that, they scored the crazy four goals in the third period. And really? So the reverse That's retro sick. is not coming out again anytime soon for the game. <laughs> I will be on TV for tonight's game, though. They're doing a season ticket holder thing where they go by section. So my section was the section picked to be on the Zoom call. So we're going to be on a nice on the Zoom call and thrown up. But they they showed it on like the uh, the jumbotron. Um, That's very cool during the game. So I'll I'll be on the lookout for that for sure. Um, but I'm, but yeah. I'm looking right now to disprove you on the thought that oh my god, why can't NBA.com, it might be the worst. I know you're going to say that Steph Curry wasn't the reason. I know that Steph Curry played well, and it was. I just I think that he knew that I had a bet, and he told his other some someone within the Warriors organization influenced them to lose that game. 
I'm telling you, because I don't know. Someone knew that I had a Hail Mary parlay that would have cashed he out had at 500 30 with five threes. But he was he was only nine for 19. I'll give you that. There it is. That's the difference. And they only lost by like 11 or still, something. It's still almost 50 percent from the floor, though. They lost by like 11. There it is. Steph Curry, you owe me five hundred dollars. Um, but yeah, let's get into the meat of the episode now. Let's talk NFL Conference Championship Weekend, uh, and we'll recap some of the division games, too, as we roll through this weekend's games. I'm going to preface this whole segment by saying that 75% of these teams that are playing in these games, I don't even want to make it to the Super Bowl, let alone win it. I didn't even want to see them in the Conference Championship game. So, And I said this a long time ago, that, that my greatest fear and everyone knows what my greatest fear was like is would probably come true. And I think it is coming true this weekend, unfortunately. And that would suck if it does, but let's talk AFC championship first. Um, bills and chiefs. I saw a stat that was like every 27 years, the bills and chiefs play against each other in the AFC championship. And I thought yeah, that was I hilarious. Um, so I don't know. What are your thoughts? Because like, I, I don't think the Chiefs should even be in this game. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't, I don't. Well, let's be honest here, right? If, if, um, Mahomes never goes down, there's not a chance in the hell that the Browns won that game. I disagree like, say, with that a thousand say, percent. But here's the thing, right? Like, say what you want about the touchdown that gets called back, right? The you know the fumble out of the end zone on the helmet to helmet, right? Say they call the helmet to helmet on that, right? Say they score a touchdown there. I still think that if Mahomes gets to play the entire rest of that fourth quarter, that they outscore the Browns for the remainder of the game and win. I don't know. It's tough to say. Like, I can't sit here and definitively say, like, no. If Mahomes played, they they still, like, the Browns would have, like, won. Here's here's what I'm saying is, you look at where where it left off in the first half. And I overheard a kid in my school talking about this the other day, who, by the way, has continuously called out my takes on this podcast and called me a clown on Instagram. So shout out to you, by the way, um, who he said that what you just said, like if Mahomes plays, there's no chance the Browns win that game. Well, before the game started. Everyone was saying there's no chance the Browns win this game. And it was like they were in that game at halftime. Okay, especially I won't if say they no that chance, but I still I still feel like the odds are significantly towards the Chiefs, assuming that Mahomes plays I the mean, rest of that I mean, game. yeah, the odds might be, but I'm an any given Sunday kind of guy. What I saw from the Browns in that first half, especially if that t- if Higgins touchdown isn't called back, which, by the way, that's the dumbest rule in football, I think. I think you should like someone propose that you retain the ball, but you get it at the 25. Like you lose yardage. Yeah, I like, mean, what did the other team do well, to so, deserve so, that? So what's <laughs> crazy, though, is normally when you fumble the ball forwards out of bounds, it's um, it's, it's just it's spot foul from where the fumble occurred. Yeah. Right, like Cam Newton fumbled against the Jets and he fumbled and it went out of bounds. So they spot it where he was, where he was out. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, what did the what did the Chiefs do defensively to deserve the ball there? 
I think it's. I yeah, think that rule's I mean, gonna. You're gonna see that rule get changed this offseason. Uh, yeah, that, that that might get changed. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I felt like the overall the chief defense was playing really well, and I mean you saw it at the end. Like the the Browns couldn't get anything going in the fourth quarter. Let's be honest. No. Yeah. So so that's that's why I really think that the Chiefs would have won that game either way. Like I. Henny being in the game was the situation in which the Browns could win. But even with like, say Henny never gets the first down in his Browns ball and they have a chance to drive. I still am not convinced that they. Oh, uh, I take the, I think the Browns are winning the game at that point. I mean, look at the two drives before that. They could. I get, know, but uh, I, I don't know something about like something but, about like, I think I, Andy no, Reid thought that the Browns were going to win that game. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. Why would you go for it on third and fourth right. down like no, that? I, I he knew that if he gave them the ball back, they were going to lose. Well, that's I, I what think, tells me. I that. think he just didn't want to open it up to that chance. I mean, look, I would not have said, oh, the Browns are out of this with the ball. Right. Like I would have been like, oh, they've got a real shot here. But I think that given the way that they performed late in that fourth quarter and given how the Chiefs offense with the exception of maybe one or two series was looking pretty much unstoppable with Mahomes playing quarterback. Like I don't, I don't think that the bills would have won the game with Mahomes playing the whole thing. I think, I think that they got that the chiefs got really lucky that they won with Henny playing for the last, however many minutes of that game yeah. and that they would have won with Mahomes. But that was, um, a, that was a gut check play call by Andy Reid. like props to him. Yeah. That was gutsy play call you and I were texting I said all right it's Brown's ball because there's no they're gonna run it like up the middle just to give the punter more room and never in a million years did I think they were gonna QB scramble for basically a first down um and then that's the thing too is when you're expecting them to run the ball and then they pass it like you're you're not protecting the deep pass there they're not throwing it 30 yards down the field how was there not a single guy close enough to the line of scrimmage? To that get- was bad on the Browns defense. Like, and I saw a lot of Browns fans were like, fire the defensive coordinator. That was horrible. They gave up a lot of big plays in that game. I think yeah. they were trying to come in at it with the mindset that like, all right, as long as our defense like bend, bend and like sort of break, but our offense matches it. Like the way they came out in that game, the Chiefs walked all over them on that first drive. Where Mahomes like threw the ball all the way. I mean, look, it was it was winnable, right? That was a winnable game for the Browns. Their defense gave them a chance, just not enough of one. I'll qualify the statement by saying this: I think if Patrick Mahomes plays in the second half, the odds are definitely in the favor of the Chiefs to win that game. But I don't think it's fair after the way the first half went to say that. Oh yeah, it's over because the Browns like made it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would never say that that game. Right, and that's what I was hearing like from this absolute clown who likes to call me out all the time was like, did this absolute clown maybe have a really bad take about the Carolina Hurricanes Boston Bruins playoff series a couple years ago? No, Uh, it's not. No, that one. It's not the the other account that Carp said he would go and um. He would, oh, 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 oh. Uh, no, I'm, I'm oh, at I, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yes. Now. For a former TBR sports yes. member. No, it was not them. Okay. It was just a it was a random civilian who I was who was talking to Ferullo, actually. And I became a part of that conversation because I'm like the sports guy, you know, big TBR man. So and he just kept saying, like, oh, if Mahomes plays. There's absolutely no chance. I was like, well, he played in the first half and there was a chance. So I don't yeah. know. Don't count out. But the Cleveland Browns, I will say. 
Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns deserve a ridiculous amount of respect. I think nobody expected them. Like, look at it. I said it on the last podcast. They hadn't been to the playoffs since 2002. They hadn't won a playoff game since 1994. They were 0-16 a few years ago. They haven't had a winning season in, like, over a decade. Uh, And then here comes this number one overall pick, who everybody was calling a bust, who leads you to the playoffs for the first time since 2002 and then wins you a playoff game for the first time in like 36 years. Uh, I mean, shout out 26 or 36 is my math way off 26 years. It's yeah, it's 26 because the last time they were there would have been Bill Belichick era, which was like 94 to 2021 is is 27 years, 27. There's the math. Um, Yeah. Baker Mayfield comes along and does that. He deserves like all the respect in the world. I think everybody's like written him off after his sophomore slump. Even when he came in in his rookie year after like sitting on the bench for the first few games, he like gave them a shot. They were winning football games. I think Baker Mayfield deserves all the respect in the world. I said it on the last podcast. I think he his name has to be thrown into the conversation with like of the 2020 season like really good quarterbacks. Like you have yes. to throw his name in there and Carpen and my cousin just didn't want to give him the time of day, no, especially was... after that chief's performance, even though they lost. And even though he couldn't get the game winning drive done, obviously this team isn't there. They remind me of like, uh, of like the Bruins almost for the past few years, like in 2017, the Bruins lost to the centers. We weren't there as a team 2018. We weren't there as a team. And then 2019, we make that great cup run. The Browns right, are but there. There's, there's the also team, yeah. the 2019 Cup run. Like I get what you're saying, but the 2019 Cup run was also very fluky. Because like, the Lightning lost. Yeah, yeah but exactly. yeah. But I'm just saying we we worked our way up to being that team that could make a run. The Browns aren't built to make a run right now. Like let's just call a spade a spade. They aren't built to make a deep playoff hey, run. Man, I mean, I think OBJ playing in that game makes all the difference in the world. You think if he plays, they win? I I oh absolutely. I think I, on the contrary, I think, I think if he plays, they get spanked. No, see, I'm not. I'm not a proponent of the oh, they're better without OBJ. I think they are. No, because here's my thing with OBJ. Even if OBJ is not putting up stats, and and now that we've seen Baker play well, he can play well with OBJ as a receiver, right? But the the, the thing that I see and is part of the reason why I'm so confident in one of my picks this week. When you have an extra receiver out there that is a threat, it draws the attention of the defense, which is just going to open up Hooper, which is just going to open up Landry, right? Like having OBJ out there cannot hurt you. It it just can't. So I I think that having him out there is just going to create more openings in the defense. And it's like, honestly, I think they can win the Super Bowl next year. Yeah, listen, I don't think he's OBJ is a bad player by any means. I just think I saw what happened when he went out. Baker Mayfield was a very good college quarterback and college quarterbacks are good specifically at one thing where they don't usually have one target. College quarterbacks, especially at a college like Oklahoma, love to spread out the target share. They, right. They'll throw to anybody kind of like a Tom Brady quality. They'll throw to anybody. They don't care. They'll make anybody look like, you know, the next Antonio Brown. I think when you removed OBJ. This was more just, I think, a Baker Mayfield thing than it was OBJ. I think Baker got kind of was kind of forced to throw to more guys because when you removed OBJ, it was like at all the team defenses are like, all right, the next guy up is Jarvis Landry. And then that opened up space for Peoples Jones and Higgins and Njoku and Hooper. That target share started getting more spread out 
And I that's when Baker Mayfield started getting more completions. Maybe it was just like he needed this season to kind of find his rhythm and then put OBJ back in the offense next year. Does he decide to stay with the Cleveland Browns or do they decide to keep OBJ? Maybe then it'll open up for those two and they'll become like a lethal duo. I don't know. But so I do know see, my that his thing target with it, share benefited from OBJ being out. I So, yeah, exactly. The target share benefit. I think that Baker was trying to force it to OBJ too much. And I think yeah. that OBJ being out had him learn how to, you know, find the open guy. And I think now that he's learned how to do that, I don't think he regresses back to what he was doing when OBJ was out there. I think mm-hmm. he stays as the same quarterback. And if you, you know... Like, th- think not that I'm putting either player on the same pedestal, but think Tom Brady, Randy Moss, right? Like, Randy Moss broke records in New England, mm-hmm. but he was not getting the ball significantly more than I, like, Brady was not just forcing the ball to Moss every single time he could. He was finding the open guys, and Randy Moss is just so dominant that he was open all the time, yeah, right? Right. I think that these two can do similar things. I don't think that OBJ is going to be breaking single season touchdown records like Moss was with Brady. And I don't think that Baker is going to be breaking single season touchdown records. I don't think they're going to go undefeated or anything. Right. I just think that having more star receivers cannot hurt you, especially when you learn to share the ball. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, I I think it it probably is more on Baker. I think there was an added pressure on him, maybe just pressure on himself that he he put on himself to get the ball to OBJ. That clearly wasn't working. And it was frustrating for the first few weeks of the season to kind of watch it happen because it was very clear that OBJ just wasn't open, but he was just still throwing to him anyway. And then you remove him and he just opened it up. Part of the problem with that, too, is. I think the reason why Baker felt he had to throw to OBJ is because of how things went down in New York. Um, But I think there's a real misconception around Odell Beckham. And like, look, yeah, the guy has thrown tantrums on the sidelines, but it was all just out of we are not winning games and I want to be winning games and I'm doing everything I can to make this team win, but I'm only one man. Right. Like there was a culture issue that was very much outside of Odell Beckham when it came to the Giants. And you look at that team and what they had together. And honestly, the only guy on that team that like deserved any credit for actually working hard would have been Saquon. Yeah. Like I don't think anyone else on that team deserved any credit for like, oh, you guys did such a good job of handling OBJ. He must have been such a locker room cancer. No. He wasn't the locker room cancer. If anything, he was the treatment and everyone else was the cancer and they were just rejecting the treatment. Right. So him getting out like I don't blame OBJ at all for what happened with the Giants. And I think what happened was is Baker felt as though he had to do something to make sure that that didn't happen again. But I think that there's two things really, you know, that just kind of disprove that first off. He's with Jarvis Landry, right? Like Jarvis Landry is his buddy from college. They're super tight. So I think the two of them, like, I feel like OBJ is getting checked by Landry if he ever gets out of line. Like, I don't think that Landry would let him do something that would not be for the benefit of the team. 
Like, I, I don't think Landry seems like he's that type of person. We saw it on Hard Knocks, the way he was talking to the guys in the receiver room pre-OBJ trade, right? Like, Landry's the type of guy to hold people accountable. And I think that, you know, that I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be doing that with OBJ. And the second reason is, as I mentioned, I don't think OBJ is nearly as much of a diva as people think he is. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I guess only time will tell, but right. we started this conversation about talking about the bills and the chiefs. And I'm just realizing now that we haven't said one single thing about the game. So who are you taking in this game? Oh, chiefs by a million chiefs are the Chiefs spread right now is minus three and a half. And I'd take that all day. I'd take chiefs minus five and a half to be honest too. Really? Yeah. I, I think they win this game by 10. Okay. I'm, well, I'm, look, gonna... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I just, I watch Josh Allen play and I don't see the hype. I just, I watch him like, all right, that was okay. Like you did. Okay. Like there's only the only trait I see him as a quarterback where I'm, where I say, Oh, 31 other quarterbacks can't do that. Is his arm strength. I think his arm strength. Yeah. Is but I mean, I could say the same thing about Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Patrick yeah. Mahomes throws like a, a little sidearm out route to Tyreek Hill for like five yards. And the media like creams themselves over well, that. I'm, I'm Josh not, Allen could do the same thing. And everyone be like, oh, okay, five yard little dump off. No, I just, I don't, from a, from a watching him play from a decision-making standpoint, I, and from a, from a, honestly, from his throws, I just don't see it. Like I, all of, like, I'm not making a commentary on Mahomes because I have not seen Mahomes play enough games. But in the six or so Bills games that I've watched this year, I haven't seen Josh Allen be the guy who won any of those games. Like he might have got in, you know, 300 plus yards and three touchdowns in those games. But, you know, I, I don't It's just when I watch it, I'm like, well, that guy was wide open. And honestly, that throw was really wobbly and didn't even get touched at the line. And he wasn't being pressured and forget even Josh Allen's play. Their defense just, I don't think, can hold up. They can't get pressure on the quarterback. Their front seven just isn't good enough right now. And their secondary is okay, but I don't look at them like the only shutdown corner that I think is playing this weekend is probably Jair Alexander. Like, he's probably the only guy that I look at on any of these teams that I say, oh, that's a guy that can actually make a difference in the game. Other than that, these defenses like Tyron Matthew has been playing really, really well this year. I will give him credit for that. But he's not the type of guy to, you know, man coverage on a receiver and shut down Stefan Diggs. Right. Like, that's not his game. He's a safety. Yeah, I don't I don't know that, you know, I don't know that the Bills necessarily have the manpower in the secondary to deal with all of the weapons that the Chiefs have. Um, you know, they might put up 30 points in this game. You know, the Bills, they could very easily put up 30 plus points in this game. But if they put up 30 plus points, Chiefs are putting up 50 plus. Like, I don't I don't see a I don't see a situation in which the Bills offense can make up for the shortcomings of the defense. And that's, I've got Chiefs all the way here. Yeah. So no surprise here. I'm taking the Bills. Um, I've been big on the Bills all year. <laughs> I've been big on Josh Allen all year. This game is going to be one in the red zone. And Josh Allen is the best red zone quarterback in the NFL right now. The way that this playoff run is shaping up for the Bills right now versus the Chiefs, the Chiefs almost lost to the Browns. And yes, everyone's going to say, oh, well, Mahomes was out. Yeah, he's playing. But guys, let's remember, he they got a concussion 
and like broke his foot. Like he's hurt. This Chiefs team, I'm going to quote my cousin who was big on the whole you showing me things here last week. They haven't shown me anything during this playoff run. The Bills, people could say, I haven't seen a lot from Josh Allen. This offense, you know, is kind of underwhelming. But there's also this notion that like, hey, you're playing playoff games to win the playoff games. You're not playing to go out and score 50 points. If you can win the game by any means, go ahead and win it. I love the Bills in this one. I think there's money in the Bills. I love the Bills. I got them 41-37. I think it's going to be a great football game. Really, really good game. A lot better than that slapping contest that's going to go on over in the NFC. I think this is where the real football is at. I've got the Bills winning this game. I've got the Bills winning the Super Bowl. I love this team. I love Josh Allen. I love Stephon Diggs. I think this is a storybook. I think this is great for the city of Buffalo. Uh, and I think they're going to win this game. I really do. I really think they're going to win this game. I just, I have a great feeling about it. I had a good feeling about the Browns and Hey, I wasn't that far off. Like, yeah, you could say they lost the game, but nobody expected the Browns to do what they did. Like, you can't tell me that someone out there said this game was going to be close because everyone thought the chiefs were going to blow them out. It was the Cleveland Browns. And I come along. I was the only one in TBR who had the stones to say it. And I said that the Cleveland Browns were going to win. And I think that the Bills are going to win this week. Mafia, you see, baby. I don't I don't consider a 10-point game a blowout. I will say that, right? Like, it's, I don't know. No, it I wasn't just, a blowout. Right, no, that's what I'm, like, I this weekend, I feel like the Chiefs are going to win by about 10. I don't think that's a blowout. I just think that's a solid victory. But I, I don't know. It's just, you know, when I when I watch the games, right, like, I feel like most of Josh Allen's throws are just wide-open throws. Like there, there are two that I think of, right? There was this really wobbly throw on an out route to Diggs about 15 yards downfield. And there's not a, um, a defender within like five yards of him on any side. And he just catches it on the sideline and then steps out of bounds because there was someone coming around that, you know, they were close enough to like tackle him, but not close enough to really pressure the throw or anything. And the other yeah. thing I saw was there was a diving throw by, or sorry, a diving catch by digs on a throw and so to, like that obviously that's not every throw and that's only two out of you know what does he throw like 50 in a game but to me i'm not seeing him thread the needle in coverage and i think that's something he's gonna have to do in order to beat the chiefs i, like, I yeah i mean i i honestly think that this is going to be a high scoring game and that the bills are going to get the better of them. And I don't have any other reason. I think I, I Josh Allen is undoubtedly game. the best quarterback in the red zone, in the NFL. Like, look at the numbers. If you, if Josh Allen can get the bills within 20 yards, they're going to put up points. Like that's just how it works. Like okay, they so, are not well, a team that lays up things, ever. There's two things with that. For, first off, he just hasn't thrown any picks, right? Like I don't, yeah, I don't he's think scoring there's such touchdowns thing. too. Right. No, I, I, but I don't, I don't think that there's such thing as like the best red zone card. Like oh, sure, well, there is. Within, and his name is Josh Allen. No, I just, you're within 20 yards. Okay. So what? You just got to like, you're still scoring the ball. Like that's, that's all it is. Right. But he's got 562 yards, 41 touchdowns, 199 on the ground and 23 rushing touchdowns on the ground. He's only been in the league for like three years. No, it, it, look, he's put up. Show me Patrick points. Mahomes red zone numbers. I don't I don't have I'm not I'm not saying that Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is better. I'm just saying that I think that like I don't think that you're going to win this game by scoring red zone touchdown. Like, I, I don't I don't know. Like, I mean, how do you win a game? How do you win a football game, Seth? 
You score well, touchdowns. Where does yeah, that take place? In the red zone. It, there we it go. Can often take place. Or <laughs> look. Yes. Just the bottom line. I don't think. I don't think a shootout benefits the Bills. I, I think I don't, it does. I don't. I don't see. Contrary like to what I said about the Browns and Chiefs game, where I said that would need to be like a 17 to 10 game. I think a shootout benefits the Bills in this one because I I have like no doubt in my mind that Josh Allen and the Bills are going to score if they need to. The only issue which you brought up is the Bills defense. So that means that the Bills offense has to match what the Chiefs offense is doing. We don't know what Patrick Mahomes is going to look like. The offense for the Chiefs did not look great against the Browns. Like, yeah, they put up points, but the Browns defense literally let them walk all over them. They let them walk down the field every time. The Chiefs have not shown me anything yet. So, and the Bills have. The Bills have definitely shown me something. This is a playoff run in the making. The way that they played against the Colts, the way that they played against the Ravens, they're playing to win games. And that's a smart strategy. They're not selling out. They're not going all out to score 50 points and blow teams out. Because in the playoffs, you don't need to. Points for, point differential, it doesn't matter. What matters is the green W on your schedule. So that's all you need to do is you need to play. They're playing chess. They're playing chess is what they're doing. Everyone was saying, oh, they didn't look that good against the Colts. Yes, they did. They just didn't put up a lot of points because they didn't need to. They literally yeah, did I not mean, need to. They won the game. What else more do you want? It's the playoffs. They won the game. Bills are going to win this game. I don't know. I just see my thing with it, too, is I think that last week's Chiefs performance was more a product of the starters hadn't played in three weeks than anything. Right. Like week 16 was the last time that the Chiefs starters played. So you don't play week 17. You don't have a game the next week because it's a bye, and then you don't play until the divisional round, right? So that's a, that's a lot of downtime, and I think they knocked off some of the rust, got lucky that they weren't too rusty to, um, you know, they, they managed to win the game despite the rust. And I think that that rust has been totally knocked off, and I think I just, I don't see a situation, like the only situation that I can see right now for the Bills to win this game is Mahomes goes down like first quarter and Tyreek Hill's out. I think it's actually worse for the Bills if the Chiefs aren't putting up points. And here's why. The Bills are a team, like I just said, they're playing chess. They match to the other team's level. They did it against the Colts. They did it against the Ravens. They play like back and forth football. They aren't like coming out and dictating the game. And you could say it's a downfall. You could say it's a smart strategy, whatever it may be. They don't come out and dictate football games. They come out and they 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 play to the other team's like level. So I think if the Chiefs aren't scoring points and are struggling, then the Bills aren't going to score points and are struggling. And if that's the scenario, the Chiefs are going to win the game. I think the only scenario in which the Bills can win this game, if both offenses are just going. That's the chance that you have, and, I, and I'm predicting that right now. Fearless forecast. So fearless, I'm not even worried about it. Alrighty then. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let me see what Cart picked, because I, like, I texted him last night. He's in Florida, by the way, people. So, like, by the way, Carp is, like, we, we are relaunching the website so that we can all write blogs because there's some things that happen that we just don't need to record podcasts about that we'd still like sure. to talk about. So, like, you know, me losing a parlay, I could just write a blog in the moment about that happening. And then, like, poof, we don't even need to talk about it, even though it's, you know, content, baby. That's what I'm all about is content. 
So, uh, so he's heading the operation of the website, but I'm the one who has to launch it because like I made the design for the website. So I'm like waiting on him. So I've texted him maybe, maybe 47,000 times to send me the blogs that he's apparently written. And he just won't like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get them to you by tonight. And that was a month ago and I still don't have them. So if anyone's wondering where the, where the website is, go ask Carp. but he's in Florida right now. So that's why he's not on the podcast. Shout out to Carp. Love you, bud. He's got the Bills winning this game, too. Ha! I mean, if anything, that just makes me more confident. Um, why? I don't he know, went man. four for four I'm, last week. I don't know. I'm just, I'm on a... What did look, you I, go last week? Four, four for, for four. four. So I was the, yeah, all three of you went four for four. Yeah. Yeah, you took the no, easy I'm, I, I'm, I'm writing, I took the right picks, dude. The easy there's pick. no there's no easier hard picks it's the you didn't right want you didn't want to go wrong, you didn't want to go against the grain and, and have some faith in the browns the right picks and the wrong picks okay and you know <laughs> you know how i know that it was the right picks and the wrong picks who won pick okay. up this year who won pick you won pick them this okay, year i'm not denying you. that you thank that you won god Listen, out here questioning my picks when i've already not questioning you. your picks i'm just saying i like to pick for the teams that i want to root for so I was all in. It makes it more fun. I was all in on the Browns. I bet on the Browns. I was all in on the Browns. I'm going to be all in on the Bills. I might even go up to Buffalo this weekend. Let's Dude, caravan up this there. By picking against the Patriots every game. Yeah. That's how you won, literally. <laughs> that's fine. March Madness is right around the corner. I'll get you back on that one. It's all good. Yeah, yeah you probably will. I'm terrible at picking March Madness. There is no rhyme or reason to picking March Madness. It's literally so random. That that's the one thing where like you don't have to be. If UMBC's in the tournament, I'm picking UMBC to win it all. They were in a trivia question at one point. I'm not what's surprised. Their, what's their that, mascot name? The Travelers? What is it? No idea. All I know is I that they're in it's the Ameri- they're in America East. That's their conference. They were like in the first trivia round, I think, for TBR. Let's see. The the retrievers. That's it. Not travelers. The retrievers. That was a that was a trivia question. Um, but uh, all right. I don't even want to talk about this next team. Fuck the NFC, dude. Honestly. <laughs> so I I do have to say. Like, I mean, I'm. Are you picking Packers? Like, I assume you're picking Packers. Yeah. I mean, why would I pick the Bucks? Yeah. Okay. So. We're- <laughs> We're both picking Packers, and so I mentioned I, before. Like, can this game, like, can we like not pick this game? I do not care one ounce about this football game. I don't. I hate both of these teams. I don't want either of them to make it to the Super Bowl. If the Packers make it to the Super Bowl, it's my worst nightmare come true. If the Bucks make it to the Super Bowl, I may as well just delete Instagram because everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, Brady's better than Belichick. Bruce Arians is so good." The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, so there's Fuck multiple, all of you. This game sucks. <laughs> There's multiple points to be made here, okay? So the first thing is to tie up the point that I made about the Browns and OBJ. Antonio Brown being out for this game, I think, kills the Bucks Just because they have... Well, so here's the thing. He's been yeah, playing... it's not like they have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, Scotty Miller, and, like, every other... Okay, so first off, Scotty Miller has been underperforming. Antonio Brown's been playing really well for the past couple of weeks. Rob Gronkowski only no, has one. I agree with your. I agree with your thing. I'm just saying it's laughable that they have this much talent and that one guy being out ruins them, which is a thousand percent true. Antonio Brown being out of this game is detrimental, but it's actually laughable that they have so much talent and one guy being out ruins it for them. Right. I mean, Rob Gronkowski is 
he's only got one catch in the entire playoffs. He's basically just a blocking tight end at this point, which good for him. He's doing a good job of that, you know, but they're going to have to ride on the shoulders of Leonard Fournette, you know, that I, and I don't know that he, I like, I don't know that he carries them to a win in the playoffs. And then here's the big deal, right? So you still have Mike Evans. You still have Chris Godwin, right? Jair Alexander is going to shut down Mike Evans. If he, if he shadows Mike Evans, for every single snap in this football game, just hammer Mike Evans under on whatever his yards total is. I don't care if it's 10 yards. I don't care if it's five yards. Hammer the under. Whatever his yards total is, just hammer the under. Because Jerry Alexander might be the best corner in the NFL. He Mike just Evans might. also sucks. So. Right, okay, so even, like, it doesn't matter, right? You put him on Mike Evans or you put him on Chris Godwin. Yeah. Neither one of the other can carry the game for the for the Bucks. There's no like here's the thing. Brady might have 300 yards in this game. Like he could very easily do that because he's Tom Brady. He's going to find the open guy somehow. But none of these guys are going to carry the game for him. Like they could easily put up 300 yards of offense and not score a single touchdown. I just I don't see I don't see the talent on this team being like I don't think that Mike Evans is and let's be honest here Mike Evans is still a little bit banged up too like I don't I, Mike Evans is not going to be able to carry this team to a win Chris Godwin is not going to be able to carry this team to a win so mm-hmm. Packers buy the spread by the my, you know everything whatever you can bet on the Packers just bet on them yeah. Uh, so here's what I'll say. I said, I've said this a, a lot on the podcast that my worst nightmare was a state farm bowl. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess I want the Packers to win, but, but then I don't want them to play the chiefs because I would not watch the super bowl. It'd be the first super bowl I boycott. Um, I, I don't want Brady to, to make it to the super bowl. I, and a lot of people in new England have a Brady delusion syndrome, BDS. And they think that like, this team is all because of him. It's not. Listen to the listen to the names that we just listed off for you. It's like the NFL's best superstars, literally, all together on one team. I I don't want Brady to make it to the Super Bowl because a I don't want to solidify the notion that Brady was the reason in New England and that Belichick wasn't part. You know, like I think I think that. Was it you that said it or was it someone else that said it on this podcast that it was both of them together? I, I think, think it was I you. Said, I, I think you I said, said it was both of them together. Um, like, so here, here's my thing with it. Like, let's talk about the Bruce Arians comment for a second where he said that the reason why Brady was unhappy in New England is because they didn't let him. Yeah. All run the, the plays. <laughs> didn't let him. Tom Brady is playing create a player in Madden franchise right now where you get to be your player and it doesn't matter which side of the ball you are, what player you are, you get to call all the plays, right? You yeah. get to be like, like if you're a wide receiver, you can run your streak or your slant route, whatever it is that you need to get open. If you're the quarterback. You can just run passing plays all game long. If you're a corner, you can just run man coverage or zone. You get to pick everything. And that's what Tom's Brady Tom Brady is doing right now. And Bruce Arians tried to throw a shot at New England. He just threw a shot at himself. He basically yeah. just said, "I suck so uh, bad." Yeah, he's like, "I'm not a good coach. <laughs> I can't call the plays and Brady has to call the plays." Yeah. Well, that's part 2 of why I don't want them in this game. I don't want people saying like, "Oh, Bruce Arians is a quarterback whisperer or whatever." Like they've been saying all year. I don't even think they should be in this game. I don't even think they should have been in the divisional game. 
this it bothers me so much. Like you know when it's it's like annoying. It's like oh, I want people to see what I see. I want yes. people to see that this Bucks team is not as good as as they should be. They should have been sixteen and zero with the roster they put together. Eleven and five, please. Ugh. Yeah, that's it disgusting. Is. Honestly, disgusting. So that being said, here's what concerns me. Yes, the Packers are going to win this game. This is the this is the big thing that concerns me. And it's not really the big thing that concerns me is that the is that Aaron Rodgers is going to win a Super Bowl. I don't want that to happen either. That's why I'm saying like like 75 percent of the outcomes I don't want to happen. Like I I want the Bills to win the Super Bowl and that's it. That's all I want. Like I don't want Aaron Rodgers to win another Super Bowl and be up there, you know, holding the Lombardi Trophy with a stupid little turtleneck doing the discount double check and then like. Jake from State Farm is going to come out and like give him the Rodgers rate. And then Patrick Mahomes is going to be there, even though he's not supposed to be in the game. And then like the real Jake from State Farm is going to come out and they're all going to like hug and kiss. And then Clay Matthews is going to come back and discount double check cheesehead. Like, I don't want that. That's a nightmare. That is hell on earth for me, people. If you want to torture me, show me that. Honestly, I don't want that to happen. I don't want Brady to win a Super Bowl because everyone's going to be like, oh, he's oh, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick. Hey, let's throw him a party. I don't want that either. I don't want Patrick Mahomes to win a Super Bowl. I don't want Patrick Mahomes' Kermit-looking ass to be up there with the Lombardi it's not trophy. It's Kermit-looking. It's Kermit-sounding. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> and then Travis Kelsey, who's just like this alpha male, is like, give me the trophy. And then like Tyree no, Kill, Travis, I love Tyree Kill. He's great. The white guy that wishes he was. A <laughs> and then Andy Reid is up there and is like fogging up his mask, and then Patrick Mahomes is like, oh, just go double check. Like, thanks, Jake from State Farm. Like, oh my God, what I want, I want, I want Josh Allen to hold the freaking thing, and then for Bills Mafia, to, I want broken tables all over the place. I will jump through this table right now if you want me to. Broken tables all over the place. If it's anything else, this NFL season was a disappointment. I'm on to March Madness at this point. In the words of Lynchy, let's go watch some hockey or whatever he like says because he doesn't watch any other sports. God, I hate to to disappoint you, but I think this NFL season is going to end up being a disappointment because there's no way in (sighs) hell, even if the Bills win this week, they're not winning the Super Bowl. But I want them to. Just because you want them to doesn't mean that they will. I'm so going to ride the bills. Like, I already ordered my Josh Allen jersey. It's coming tomorrow. Oh, my God. I'm just, I'm so riding the bills. Tomorrow, I cannot wait. No, but here's the thing, Seth. Like, yeah, they like, like, even if they lose, I'm not going to be like, oh, shoot. Like, I picked bad. You all know why I'm picking the bills. Like, it's abundantly clear that I literally would quit sports journalism podcasting whatever if anything else happened so for my sanity i want the bills to win the super bowl that's why i'm picking them no i i understand it i just i don't i just don't see any way that they're winning this game i don't buy into the josh allen hype at all i think it's all digs i don't think their defense is good enough there's a lot of holes a lot of holes you think that do you think there's any scenario in which the Bills win? Like Bills, Bucks, Bills, Packers? Do you think there's any scenario? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, obviously. But you just like, said if the Bills win this week, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. So, which is it? Pick or choose. You get back to me on that. Well, no, you just said Bills, Bucks, Bills, Packers. Is, you know, any scenario. 
right? Like I don't yeah, like I don't, in those two before we before the game starts. Not like oh, Aaron Rodgers breaks his fibula well, mid game. Look, 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 well, before no. Before so the game, do you think that they had in your mind would they have a shot against? The Packers better or the Bucks better, or you're just counting them out altogether. They're, they're better off against the Bucks. If I had to pick, like, if I'm a Bills fan and I'm operating under the assumption that the Bills are going to win this week, who would I rather see next, you know, two weeks from now in the Super Bowl? I would rather see the Bucks just because that team isn't as complete as the Packers. And I don't mean to say, like, I will never 100% count a team out, right? Like, I'm. You know, I, I'm I've played sports my whole life. I've made huge comebacks in games before. You witnessed one of them at Berwick, one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, yes, yeah. that's a big athlete guy. <laughs> I, I I didn't even contribute to the comeback. I gotten thrown out of the game at that. I don't point. even remember that game. I mean, I remember the game, but I don't even remember us winning or losing. <laughs> no, we were down by like nine runs or something and we came back and won rosie got his first hit of the season like it was electric all around no but like no i just i will never count a team out to win a football game 28 to 3 dude like you know there i i will never sit down and say the bills have zero chance of ever winning another game in the nfl they this season they won't there's no way that they win no I just don't think that even if they win this game, they'll win the Super Bowl. Like, that's my pick. I, I would not pick them to win the Super Bowl, even if they win this week. That's fine. I'm riding them on purely an emotional pick. Um, here's here's a quick stat for all the people who are like me and like just nightmare scenario about to happen. Uh, here's a comparison between 2014 Tom Brady and 2020 Aaron Rodgers. They were both 37 in those years uh, this year for Aaron Rodgers. The Super Bowl drought was nine years between the two. MVP since their last Super Bowl, two. Team drafts new quarterback in that year. Yes, the Patriots drafted Jimmy G in 2014. The uh, Packers drafted Jordan Love. One Super Bowl. Brady, yes, he defeated the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers, we'll see. Is that is that operating under the assumption that Rodgers is not winning the MVP this year, though? Yeah. Okay. So that it, it counts like MVPs win. that have been won since. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Um. So so the other thing that I saw was against the spread for the past like nineteen years. I is something where like the for the past bunch of years the underdogs and the like the the teams have always matched the other teams like the underdog on one side has done the same as the underdog on the other and you know vice versa every year so like last year i think both um favorites won and then the year before that i think both underdogs won because it was like patriots beat the chiefs or whatever and so every it's been like for the past bunch of years and then i think the favorites are like there was some stat where it was like 33 and five against the spread over the past 38 games. And I forget what it was, but I think it was, I want to say it was the favorites are 38 or 33 and five against the spread. Talking on about championship. Talking on about it. covering um, right, this covering. weekend. Yeah. Right, yeah. But, it, but if you're a favorite, that means you won. You can't cover right. the spread as a favorite without winning. No, I know. Yeah. But I'm saying talking about covering this weekend, if you're going to bet, uh, not that we like condone that wink, wink, but, uh, 
But uh, if if you are if you're of age and you would like to bet, the Bills are twelve and six against the spread. The Chiefs are seven and ten. Mic drop. After a win, those are just all games. After a win, the Bills are ten and four. The Chiefs five and nine. Hmm, people. Have I convinced you? No. I mean, I mean, still no, because they've gotten, you know, I don't care that it's five and like. As underdogs, the Bills lead the league in covering the spread. In how many games? Five. That's not that many games. As favorites, the Chiefs are six and nine against the spread. Well, yeah, because they've been favorites every game. Their record's not going to change. The only game that I think that they were underdogs this year might have been the last game of the season. Saying they're not covering. The the odds are in the Bills' favor to cover the spread. So hammer the Bills everything. Bills' money line <sighs> over for the game. Bills' spread. I, I still think, I don't know. Packers' spread for sure, though. Oh, yeah, I think the Minus Packers three and dummy a half. the box. Yeah, like they dummy the box. That, yeah, that, that is, I don't know why that, why did, why did that roll out at three and a half? I think it's still at three and a half. I don't think it's changed. In fact, why? Why? It should be like the, ten and a half. <laughs> dude, the Chiefs, the Chiefs opened up at three, and then when Mahomes came, yeah, so it's still, it's three and a half for both games now. But the sure. Chiefs opened up at three, and then when Mahomes cleared concussion protocol, ended up at three and a half. All right, so if you're uh, a Bills better, hammer that spread. Hammer yeah, that spread. So Bills minus so Bills plus three and a half is minus one seventeen. Um the over under for the game is at fifty four and a half, minus one oh nine over, minus one twelve under. Chiefs minus one oh four for their minus three and a half, then money line, Bills plus one fifty five, Chiefs uh minus one seventy seven. Packers are minus one ninety money line. Buccaneers are plus 165. Then Buccaneers are plus three and a half, minus 115. Packers minus three and a half, minus 105. Uh, over under in that game is 51 and a half, and it's minus one. Really good half. weekend for prop bets, I feel like. By the way, Devontae yeah. Adams' first touchdown score has hit for like 10 weeks in a row now. I, I, hammered, really? that. I hammered that last week. And he scored, and I got fired up too. He's, Everyone he was down here. They're all happy. He has, he has the best odds currently to score first and last. He's plus 525. The next closest is Aaron Jones at plus 800. Um, he, he literally has scored the, the first touchdown in like every game. Let me find the stat. I have it somewhere. Aaron Jones is plus 100 to score, period. I feel like that's a solid bet right there. Yeah, he's he's hit or miss sometimes, though. Like, sometimes they'll just give it to Jamal Williams in the red zone, but then other times Aaron Jones will just open it up for, like, a 50-yard break right. for a touchdown. Yeah, Devontae Rogers, Adams. Dude, Rodgers is only – it's minus 124 for over 279.5 passing yards. I feel like he hits that. Like, Yeah, he might. I'm just saying, this is a great weekend for props. I mean, straight up, these games aren't really like, there's not a ton of money in these games. But if you go with the props, like Devontae Adams, you would be up 23 and a half units if you bet on Devontae Adams scoring the first touchdown every single week of the season, including playoffs. That's actually unreal. 
Yeah, he he just scores the first touchdown always in every game for some reason, which is like really yeah. unheard of for a wide receiver to be scoring the first touchdown of the game and really unheard of for like the same team like that. That means the Packers are scoring first in like every game. And I'm pretty sure against the Rams, they didn't get the ball first. Pretty sure right, they but deferred. The Rams are also running Jared Goff with half a hand. So. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, e- like you'd think that if a team was scoring first in every single game, that they are receiving the ball in the first half. But the Packers That's defer right. a lot, so they just yeah, they have their defense is shutting teams down, and then they're getting the ball, feeding Devonte Adams in the red zone. Absolutely. But yeah, going to be good games. Uh, I might roll out some some TBR picks this weekend on the story. I don't know. Or I might blog about it if, if Carp decides to send me his blogs and we actually launch the website. But two orders of business to go through before we uh, before we sign off. First, tonight, uh, trivia uh, over on the Up All Night podcast. I may even like go live on something for some point. I don't know. I feel like, you know, we just like it'd be cool to do a fans can like vote along with us and I just don't let Lynch and Seth see what they're saying for the answers. But that episode will be out tonight. You know, whether we decide to live stream something or not, uh, tail of the tape, Lynchy's four and two, uh, you're zero and one. So, I mean, you've only played one game and you lost. So, I mean, it's not bad. And yeah, especially when you, get, you know, yeah, a lot of the categories didn't really cater to your, it was uh, your knowledge. And, it just picked a tough day to be on the to be on the trivia show. It was Christmas I didn't Eve. Pick a day you invited me. I'm also not wearing a suit this time. That's just not yeah. You know that was just Christmas specific uh, yes. that we were wearing suits. Uh, you can just dress however you'd like to dress tonight. But yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm right. I'm in the process of writing the questions. I've got like two more rounds to go, and I think it should be a good match. So uh, let's see. Will Lynchy go five and two and reclaim the throne, or will the new challenger get his I first think- win? I think Lynchy's minus 150. I'm about plus 225 right now, and I'd hammer the plus 225. <laughs> hammer the plus 225. I love it, guy. I absolutely love it. Um, and then also, like, third order of business before I get to the second order of business, because I mentioned it. We're probably going to live stream for the Super Bowl a podcast, like our pregame podcast. We probably will live stream, I think, for the yeah. most part. So we're going to plant the seed now, and then once it's official, uh, I'll let you all know, and we'll, like, really really you know advertise it but third we and should last point out too that like yeah go ahead we basically do these live like these don't get doctored in any way no yeah i just upload them right after it's just like no one can hear us while we're literally doing it right we did third. earlier in the year we did college football game day live and that was actually yeah. kind of fun because when Farul and i did it mad people were in the chat like asking us to comment on games so if we do that for the super bowl i think it would be cool Get, go live on Twitch and YouTube and get you, me, Carp, whoever, and we all just come together and talk for like an hour, two hours, do a pregame show. That'll be fun. Um, but yeah, last order of business. Uh, we got a matinee Boomer Oakley game today. Uh, it doesn't matter because it's the last game of the season. But this week, Monday, I think is going to be the the conference championship game. And then if we make it to a national championship game, that will be this week. So be on the lookout. And then we're done we ranked right now. Two. We are ranked. Yeah, obviously we're third in the nation. Well, no, I said that's what I, I was. It was where. So, yeah, I mean, if Iowa isn't Iowa two right now. Yeah, that would be crazy if I played against my old team. I'm rooting for that. Yeah. If that if I Iowa can, that would be unreal. If that can happen, that would be pretty cool. But uh, yeah, so we'll be going live on Twitch. I'll like start advertising. I think year three is when I'm going to 
like actually do the advertising for it. Be like, hey, we're going live on Twitch tonight. Post it on TikTok. By the way, our TikTok's buzzing. So like, shout out to all you guys. And uh, post on Instagram. Post on that YouTube. Was the weirdest little. Can can we can we odd shot the whatever the heck that <laughs> little like that yeah, little was wiggle it? shit was? What was that? <laughs> Oh, I don't man. know. <laughs> didn't feel right on me when I did it. It's, God, it you're genuine. watching too many 15-year-olds dance. I'm not, I'm not even like on TikTok. <laughs> I just post on TBR's TikTok sometimes. But yeah, uh, also some murmurs that Boomer Oakley might get offered a NFL head coaching position. So <laughs> be on the lookout for that. Wait, but, wait, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> Is that a thing? Can you like transfer your coach from NCAA? Because I know you can transfer no, the draft. You can transfer your coach, NCAA. but like yeah. I may just like who knows we don't know it's just murmurs in in the that uh, so moving it moving it over to madden i see he might who, who knows he could. we don't know we don't who know I, I could become a baseball coach for all i know well you're gonna have to wait because mlb the show is allegedly coming out for xbox but i unless you want to go back to like the bigs too there isn't really a good baseball game i have the i have the station play so, so oh you I'm do also, okay yeah yeah but uh, but yeah, maybe Boomer Oakley has a son who's who's an MLB coach. Hmm. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Teasers all over the place today. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've got. Go Bills. So uh, so yeah, all right, Bills Mafia. Thank you guys so much for uh, for listening. I know there's a lot of you here, but uh, yeah, this has been episode 59 of the review. This has been a successful podcast. We gotta work on the outros. No, I like it. It's good. <laughs>